Welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. We talk a lot about how time is something we should be really careful with because it's a resource we can never get back. We all have a limited amount of time. And so there's there's kind of this like push in the online space to begin outsourcing. And, you know, the idea is, you know, outsource as much as possible, you know, delegate as much as possible. Then you might want to, you know, get this system and automate this and you might want to get rid of this. And I've actually taught this multiple times, right? I've, I've called this the whiteboard task because um, I'm really bad with names, clearly. And it's this process of, OK, what are you going to automate? What are you going to um, delegate? What are you going to delete altogether or maybe pause? And and then in theory, you're left with a couple of things that only you need to do. And the whole idea of that is you have limited time in the day. If you want to grow a business, then you need to be focusing on the things that you're good at and that grow your business and that no one else can do. And so that sometimes means getting rid of all the other stuff. Now, I I do believe in that, like I do still believe in that. But the problem that I see is that people assume that when they've done that, they will have more time, right? And that makes logical sense. They will think, right, well, at the moment I'm doing five hours a week of admin. If I outsource those five hours a week to a virtual assistant, then I will have five hours a week extra. I'm going to feel like I've gained five hours a week. And that is normally the thing that like motivates people to hire because it's like, well, I want to get some more time back. So I'm going to give some of these tasks to somebody else. But what I often see is that people begin to outsource and they don't have any more time. And if I ask the question, well, where's that time gone? So if you've, you know, outsourced five hours of work, 10 hours of work, whatever else, where, where is that time going? Like, what are you doing with that time that you've gained? And normally what people say is, well, I don't feel like I've actually gained any time. And this happens for a couple of different reasons. Now, the first one is because the work that you're doing, the tasks that you have, typically will expand to fill the time that you have. So if you have an hour to write, I don't know, like 10 pieces of content for a client and you had to get it done in an hour, you would be so focused. Like you would be, I need to get this done. I am not like removing myself from this laptop. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to get it done. And you would probably get it done. If you need to get it done, you would get it done in the hour. Now, if you gave yourself a full day, like an eight hour working day, you would probably get it done in the eight hours. And this is not just exclusive to business, but also, you know, I definitely recognize this when I was at uni. So I would give myself like an hour to do my coursework because I knew that if I gave myself from when I got given it to the deadline, which was typically a couple of weeks, it would take me a couple of weeks. Whereas if I left it until the day before, by the way, don't recommend this strategy, (laughs) but if I left it until the day before, I would get it done in that day because I had no choice. So someone might outsource some stuff And they think, oh, now I can really focus on um, marketing, for example. But what they do is they take their marketing that previously took them one hour when they had to be really careful with their time. And now they've like expanded it because they've gained five hours and now their marketing takes six hours. 
even though it doesn't have to, right? And the other time that I kind of see this happening is when people say, you know, when I, I really want to like get my content done quicker. This is a common one that I see. People say, oh, my content takes me so long. I really wish I could get it done quicker. And then they, perhaps they outsource it or perhaps they schedule a ton of stuff in advance or perhaps they just get better at it over time. And the idea is that, well, when I'm, when I'm quicker at doing my content, then I'll have more time. But actually what happens is they get quicker at content or they outsource it. And then rather than having that free time, they take on something else. (laughs) So they fill that time back up. So they go from being like, oh, I spend so much time on content. I just wish I could get this done quicker so I have more time to, oh, now I don't do content anymore. But now I've taken on like TikTok. So I'm spending X amount of hours a day making TikToks. So when you do have time, what you will tend to do is fill it. So you will either fill it by making the tasks that you already have to do bigger and they will fill the time that you have, or you will take on something new. So you outsource a thing, you take on a thing. You outsource another thing, you take on a thing. The kids go to school and you think, oh my God, I'm going to have loads of free time now the kids are at school. But then you take up something else and you're like, what? Like, I've just never got more free time. And that is just how life goes. (laughs) So the reason I'm saying this is because I think we quite often get caught in this. Well, when I've done X, then I can do Y. And that will quite often be well, when I've outsourced this, when I can afford to outsource this, then I'll have loads of time to do that. Or when I have nailed content creation, it takes me like, you know, a fraction of the time, then I'll have loads of time to relax or to go on beach walks or to look after myself or to do self-care of some other kind. But actually, the reality is you probably won't feel like you're gaining that time. The other thing is there's something called the efficiency trap. And I really recommend you read the book 4,000 Weeks because it talks about what I'm talking about here, but like in much more depth. So if you find this topic interesting, like he does it way better than I'm going to. But um, the efficiency trap is this idea that the more efficient you are, the more you get to, the more you get given, more work you get given and the less time you have. So as an example, um, you know, my boyfriend used to be a delivery driver. This was a long time ago. He is like, fast like he would run around like he did not dilly dally he was running around getting shit done like he wanted to like get things done as soon as possible he was efficient but then what would happen is he would get back to work a few hours earlier than everyone else and then the next day they would give him more things to do and then he would still get those done and then the next day he would have more things to do and over time because he was so efficient with the work that he did he ended up with like double the amount of work given to him right? So for being efficient, he was actually, you know, punished, if you like, because he was given more to do. Now, in your business, that might not be so applicable. But if you think about, you get up in the morning, and you think, right, I'm going to be really efficient today, I'm going to get in my inbox, I'm going to reply to everything, so that my inbox is at zero. Your satisfaction at having inbox zero will last for about five minutes, until everyone starts responding again. And then your inbox fills up again. And then you respond again and it's empty, and then it fills up again. And you get caught in this efficiency trap. The same with like, the quicker you work, the more work you will typically get given. The more quickly you reply to your clients, the more they will message you. So this is one of the reasons that I have a boundary with myself and my clients of I typically only check Voxer twice a day. I go in normally once in the morning, and I reply to everything. And then I go in once in the afternoon, and I reply to everything else. And then 
everything else waits until the next day. One of the reasons I do that is because if I was in Voxer 10 times a day, the amount of back and forth between everyone would mean that myself and my clients would get nothing done other than being in Voxer going back and forth. Because the more I message them, the more quickly I message them, the more quickly they message back. And then I message them again, they message back. And it's like by being efficient and trying to reply to them quickly, all I've done is got myself caught myself caught in this like efficiency trap where the more I'm doing, the more work I'm giving myself. So I'm not actually saving time by being quicker. I'm losing time by being quicker. Does that make sense? So I guess there's a couple of takeaways here. The first one is what boundaries can you put in place for both yourself and for your clients so that you don't get caught in that efficiency trap? And this is why I typically say, you know, have one place for communication, have specific times of the day that you check it or a specific number of times a day that you check it. Let clients know that they can't expect to hear from you instantly um, and just kind of set in those boundaries, regardless of the business that you have, just so that you don't get caught in that trap of like, oh, well, I responded really quickly and now they've responded really quickly and I've been in Voxer or my emails or wherever else you speak to your clients for hours. And the other thing is, If you are telling yourself, well, when I get this, then I will do this. So whether that is when I can outsource this or when I can um, stop doing this or when I get better at this, whatever. If it's around gaining time, be real with yourself and remind yourself that actually the likelihood is you will just fill that time with something else. If you don't want to do that, then you need to be really intentional about that time. So if you spend five hours on a Friday doing your content planning for example and you outsource that you need to book out those five hours on your Friday that you normally spend doing that and allocate it to something that you want to do so for example even if that says you know go to a coffee shop go shopping watch a film like whatever it is that you want to spend that time doing because if you don't it will just end up being filled with something else when we create a gap in our life we will fill it with something else we will think oh I'll learn this new thing or I'll take on this new course or something else And sometimes that's a good thing, right? Like I'm not saying that you shouldn't take on more because sometimes, especially when you're in the kind of growing phase of your business, it's not a case of wanting to outsource one thing so that you can just sit and do nothing. Sometimes it really is a case of, I want to outsource this so I can take on this other thing as well because you need to be, you're kind of in that bit of the business where you're, I don't want to say hustling, but hustling. And so sometimes it's not that you're trying to gain time, but if you are trying to gain time, be really intentional about where that time is going to go once you've outsourced it because otherwise you will lose it and you'll think I've outsourced like my whole business and I've still got no time in the day because as I said Parkinson's law says that work expands so as to fill the time at bay Parkinson's law says that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion so if you want to read more about this topic definitely go do some research on Parkinson's law really recommend the book 4,000 Weeks because it's all about the amount of time that we have and what we should be doing with it. And I also really recommend a book called The Prosperous Coach. Um, Even if you're not actually a coach, it's a really good book for reminding yourself like what's important to grow a business because there are so many things we could be doing, so many tasks and things we could be learning and things we could be outsourcing, people we could be hiring. Like there's a never-ending list, right, of things we could be doing. And sometimes it can feel like, oh my God, where do I start? So if you're in that, I would really recommend getting the Prosperous Coach because it's really it really breaks down like exactly what you should be doing to grow a business and it gets rid of all the fluff. 